the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hello, good people. We're back here on the Mess It Up Podcast. It is, as we release this show, Independence Day in America, July 4th. It's show... 275 so we're good with that and i was just thinking i love interesting hellos i have a good friend she's been on the show in the past uh my friend kayla anytime you call her she'll say hello and i like that so i thought you know i need to have some sort of a cool fun greeting for when the show starts so that's what i went for there uh since it is july 4th we are free to do anything we want on the show uh and we're just gonna be talking about some free things so right now i got my uh my free shot at a guest host or a co-host and it is my lovely wife Bev. Good morning and good afternoon Beverly. Hey happy July 4th and I wish I had fireworks right here. Wow that would be scary. Um, I don't know about that but uh, yeah I guess it could be interesting that I did not know you had that in you Bev but that's cool. Um, Since we're going with the freedom theme I was looking for a cool word of the week. By the way, I need more words of the week. Um, and the one I have right now is untrammeled. And untrammeled uh, was one I was not, I had not heard of this one, but untrammeled is, um, it says here, not deprived of freedom of action or expression, not restrict- restricted or hampered. So um, that's kind of a nice way to be in our faith, in our life, uh, in our country. Uh, so uh, here's hoping that you're untrammeled as you go into another day of just being alive. What do you think? I, I like that word. Yeah. But I haven't heard of it before. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun one. Um, I've been told to shorten up the uh, input and to not say as much of stuff because people tend to tune out when I'm doing all the upfront stuff. So listen, if you're not sure how to give to the show, go check out one of the other shows and we'll tell you. Uh, how to do that so thank you to those people who have um we really appreciate it couldn't do this as well without you so bev uh fourth of july um what are some things that come to mind as you think about fourth of july independence day either now in the past in the future what tell me about your fourth of july uh, experiences maybe as a kid or whatever fourth of july was always always a cookout of mm-hmm. some kind, whether it was on the beach, whether it was like a barbecue. With family or with? With family, always with family, always. And uh, so I associate July 4th with good food, mm. good picnic food. Um, when we lived in Florida, that also meant a lot of ants. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, usually we did our picnics at the beach. And uh, if, we, if we didn't do that, then it was at home on one of those little charcoal grills that is the right. like the Weber ones uh-huh. you know they have the handle over the top the domed yeah oh that's a fire with charcoal yeah. charcoal and then I remember my dad always playing with the charcoal fire lighter the you know like squirting it on the oh, charcoal okay. and then starting on fire and watching it blaze up and yeah now he was yeah. would he play with it or he just used it uh sometimes well he would call us out there yeah. and, and let us watch him do yeah. it. You yeah, know? my dad would, would do that. And he'd, if he needs more, he'd give a little squirt while it was on mm-hmm. fire. And, and yeah. we'd get to go, oh. The, uh, the thing of it is, too, you know, there's a smell associated with that. 
Oh my gosh. I smell that. Yes, right you now. can tell when a person is cooking and uses the lighter fluid yep. uh, to get that going. And definitely mm -hmm. a nostalgic smell mm -hmm. uh, for sure. And, mm -hmm. you know, our son in law, Dave, uh, he and his father, they're both hardcore charcoal people. Uh, I'm a gas guy. I, I like the uniform yeah, flame noticed. of gas. No, hey, sorry. now. Sorry. <laughs> I'm couldn't, free to do it. it. Yeah. Right. Uh, but. Uh, that is definitely something that, that goes along with those holiday uh, vibes. Now, in my family, we didn't do much uh, for 4th of July. It, it was, I mean, we, we had it, but my dad never bought fireworks. Hmm. Uh, we never had fireworks in front of our house. We'd go and watch fireworks at the fairgrounds uh, or from the fairgrounds, but never really did much hmm. of anything. What I associate in my youth with July 4th was it always meant on Channel 5 in Los Angeles and here in Ridgecrest because we got LA TV stations. We had the um, Twilight Zone Marathon. Oh, gosh. And it started uh, in the morning and then went until midnight and they would just play one after another after another of Twilight Zones and I would just sit there hours on end How funny. watching the Twilight Zone. And they, they always did it uh, 4th of July and uh, I want to say they did it Thanksgiving as well. Um, and so you'd get those a couple times a year, those Twilight Zone marathons, and it was just crazy, odd, and delightful. How fun is that? Yeah. And the other thing that it means to me is sparklers. Oh. And we always had the metal sparklers, which they sold mm -hmm. when I was a kid. And we always had the ones that were like a foot long or whatever. And then one year, my dad went and found the three feet long sparklers and that was awesome it was such a big deal to my sister holy cow i can't imagine yeah. a three foot long they, sparkler they sparkled a long time now when i as an adult i would start buying fireworks because i could and to me i hated the sparklers because like this is all this does is sparkle um i i'm, I'm not about the sparklers, but i know lucas loves oh, the sparklers gosh. Um, I'm, I'm about the lights and the noise. I want the crackly, loud bangs and, and all that stuff. Um, that's what I want out of my fireworks is, yeah. is loudness. You know, my, my dad did buy fireworks for us. And um, I, I'm trying to put myself in a position where I see myself out in front of our old house on the street. Uh -huh. I don't recall that so much as I just remember doing it. I mean, I remember that we did that. I don't remember seeing it. However, funny story, I remember July 4th was over, <clears throat> excuse me, and my mom was pulling weeds on the, uh, the side of our house out of the flower beds and my dad, <laughs> My dad lit a little zebra. We had these little zebras of black and white. They, they weren't a big firework, but they did do quite a little bang. Like, a, he, like a firecracker? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he shot that off behind my mom, and my mom just about lost her cheese. It was hilarious <laughs> watching her get up from the ground and get out of there. Oh, mercy. Oh, I, I just can't even believe my dad did that to my mom, yeah. knowing my mom. That's funny. But we laughed him up, but we had cherry bombs. I remember those, and um, yeah, it was fun. We, yeah. We, we had some that I don't think we'd be allowed to get now, but they weren't really all that loud. I don't remember going to a fireworks display. Mm -hmm. I must have at some point, but I mean, living in a big city like Miami, I'm sure they were all over the place, but I don't know where we would have gone. I do not remember going to a, right. a show. Yeah. 
So I, I, I love the idea of, you know, as a kid and, and as an adult, fireworks have always, you know, been, I, I, I just really enjoy them. I love the big booms mm. and, and the light. Um, and I like the idea that we're celebrating, you know, our independence and, and what that means to be, you know, it, it can be easy to take our freedoms for granted, I think. In America just because we've always had them so we don't really understand what it's like and, and people will talk about how we're just you know it's so horrible but when you look at what we have compared to other countries we really do have an insane amount of freedom and even yeah. if you feel like your freedoms are being impinged on because um, someone you know celebrates something that you don't celebrate or someone doesn't want you to celebrate something you do and you feel like your freedoms are being impinged on just you know I, I, I need to keep in mind when that I feel that way that it I wouldn't feel a loss of my freedoms if I didn't have those freedoms yeah, and if I compare myself to any number of countries uh, they have so much less freedom than we have and uh, so it is nice to have that freedom and doing the ministry that we do in the prison it's you know it's interesting I was I was locked up on Fourth of July, over Fourth of July, I was in, you know, spent time inside, and I know the guys. One of our our guys in our group is works in the kitchen, and he was telling the fellows about what the meal was going to be today, and they were going to get you know some special stuff, and they were doing a a red, white, and blue cake, and they were doing um, hot dogs or hamburgers and and hot, and dogs. hot dogs, yeah, yeah, a little both, and you know we didn't get anything special in our meal. Um, they didn't do anything like that. But I do think it's it's interesting to see how that gets played out in an incarcerated yeah. position to be looking at freedom and what freedom looks like and, and are we free and, and, and how do we you know express those freedoms. And of course, you know, I think the one of the biggest freedoms for us here in America is that freedom of faith. Mm -hmm. that we are we don't have to keep it a secret the people who keep their faith a secret are doing it out of pride not out of fear right, right. and that's huge that we're able to do that and and there's a lot of different ways to look at those uh, faith-based religious-based freedoms and we're going to do that after the break but but what we're going to do right now is uh, we're going to take a quick break for our song of the week and I was looking for a song about freedom, and I was surprised when I did a search. Apparently, I have never done a song by this band that's coming up here, which just really astounds me. And I, I did a search on this band, and I, I couldn't find anything. And I'm going through now and just slowly scrolling through the, uh, the songs that I've used in the past, and it, it seems to be true that I've just I've never used a song by this band that's coming up. So I think that's really, really interesting and surprising because back in the day, this was one of my first uh, favorite Christian bands. Uh, and so this is what we like to call an oldie buddy goodie. And this song is from the band Newsboys. Song is called I Am Free. So we're going to give you a little taste of that. We'll be back on the other side to talk about that song and to talk about our freedom in Christ. So here's Newsboys, old school Newsboys with Peter Furler 
and I am free. The darkness flees through you, my heart screams, I am free. Yes, I am free. There you go, old school news boys. Uh, Bevy, what you got? Man, I had to really go back in my brain to, to pick up that song again, but then when I started hearing the intro, it started coming back to me. Um, I do love the part where it says, through you the battle's won, through you I'm not afraid, through you the price is paid, and through you there's victory. And uh, for me, that says that through Jesus we have freedom that that's what that is those are the things that when we're free of those we have true freedom um, and uh, I forget that the only way to really get there is through Jesus Christ yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I think when I look at the words of this song you can see a lot of I am free I'm free to, to do whatever and a lot of through you. Mm-hmm. And that's where our freedom comes. You know, it's nice that a bunch of old British farts uh, got together 200 and something years ago to sign this Declaration of Independence and, and want to have, you know, their financial freedom and, and make more money for themselves in England and blah, blah, blah. And it's, you know, without wanting to be unpatriotic, it was, it was not altruistic just trying to find freedom for men. They, they wanted... It was done for financial reasons, and, and it was rich people fighting against other rich people uh, to to gain this freedom. But our true freedom comes through Christ. My true freedom comes through Christ, and I need to keep that in mind. And you know, whenever I hear newsboys, especially Peter Furler, old school newsboys, I just think of seeing the newsboys so many times back in the '90s um, and early 2000s doing shows you know the first big christian rock show that we saw was you know a, a night music a christian night at, at knott's berry farm and we saw third day brand new band and then we saw newsboys and it was just so much fun so much energy so much just smiles uh it just it, it brings back fond fun memories of uh doing those kinds of things as a family 
Are they the ones that flip the drum kit upside down? Uh, yes, they would always yeah. do interesting things with, with drum kits because uh, they had two drummers. Uh, Peter Furler, their singer, would play drums, but then Duncan also played drums, and they would always do interesting drum battles or things with the drum kits, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, you know, up on risers and, and, yeah. and um, hydraulics and stuff like that. So yeah. lots yeah. of uh, production yeah. value in uh, in the old Newsboy shows back in the day. So uh, that's that's a ton of fun. Uh, so thank you. Check out old Newsboys. Um, it's hard not to have fun with that. So, so I've been thinking about something. I'm sure oh. you probably had a direction you wanted to go in. Listen, this so, is fine. Um, it's a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're always telling me that I need to talk more, so I'm going to try to stretch those muscles a little bit. Um, so I was just thinking, all right, you mentioned other countries where people do not have the freedoms that we have in the United States. And I was looking at the freedoms we have in the United States, States plus the freedom we have through Christ that's available to us, mm-hmm. all right? And then I was looking at the lack of freedom that people have in other countries and the freedom they have through Jesus Christ, okay? So I was comparing those two in my mind, like, all right, if we have freedom in our country, well, let's go back to the other countries. If there's a country where people through government or whatever uh, do not have very many freedoms um, to make their own choices, all right? So then you ask yourself, why do they need to be free in Christ? Okay? They need to be free in Christ because Christ changes everything even the oppression of not freedom, okay? And then I think, all right, so then, and I'm not sure if I'm making sense yet. But I'm, I'm not sure if you point. are or not. <laughs> I'm getting to this point. So here we are living in the United States of America, and we have so many freedoms. Why do we still need freedom in Christ? So, if we are, so my point is freedom doesn't bring peace. Freedom doesn't bring peace. But even though we do enjoy the freedoms, there is still a certain amount of us that we're not free from or free to do until we accept Christ as our Lord and Savior. Does that make sense? So I'm saying that many times we can really take that for granted. And I think that people that live in the United States that do except the freedoms that we have to, you know, go to school, education, go to church, go to the mall, shop, buy whatever we want, they still need freedom in Christ. Mm-hmm. So everything about freedom is not accomplished by the, the um, surroundings that we have, the laws that we have, all of that. We still, there's still a craving for the freedom that God brings us that you can't find through living in a certain country. Does that make sense, or am I just? Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your your faces. Well, I, I, no. I, I, everything I you say makes sense. I didn't get there the best way. You, you touched on a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as as you went through that. Um, so what I'm trying to say is, what compels us to seek after God when we live in a country that's free? You know. Okay. Okay. I I can see that. Um, I was going the different. I was going on the the 
lack of freedom, but still finding freedom. And God is the avenue I was going down. But what compels us in a country like America to seek God? Um, there's a couple ways of looking at that. I think you could make a strong argument, and people would make a strong argument that people are not seeking God, <laughs> that uh, they are true, are true. deciding to to seek things besides God, and that the more freedom we have, the more opportunity there is to seek things other than God. And God yes. uh, is a jealous God. God is a powerful God, but He's He doesn't demand. Um, he just says, this is the consequence if you do, this is the consequence if you don't. And he, he gives us the desires of our heart, lets us chase after those things, whether they're him or not. But I think ultimately, wherever I am, whatever my situation is, whatever the political uh, temperature of my life is, that it's the, the calling of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. that leads me to seek a deeper relationship with Christ and to seek to learn about him and to know about him and to be more in tune with him that's what calls me to do it now personally my life Paul's life the bow tie guy the way it looks for my history is the easier I have things the more The less I have to work for things, the less reliant I've been on mm-hmm, God historically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, when I was incarcerated and I had nothing, well, I was like, well, all right, I'm going to reach out to God. And so often we see it in times of uh, trials or difficulties, whether it's a health situation or whatever, people are like, well, I guess the only thing left to do is to pray. And we, so often as humans, I will try as a human to exhaust all the avenues at my disposal to make something happen because I made it happen. And then, then when I can't, then I'm like, all right, God, it's yours now. And I can remember, and I've, I've told this before as a kid, you know, taking things apart and breaking them and then taking it to my dad and say, hey, mm. can you fix this? Yes. And and he could, and oftentimes he did. And he didn't give me grief. And I'll do that same thing with God. I'll break my toy and say, oh, all right, I had my try at it and it failed miserably. Now can you please fix this? And what I'm trying to do now is now that God has fixed my toys, I'm trying to make them last. I'm trying to stretch their value and their lifespan and to not break them and destroy them anymore because it's nicer when they work but I tend to perform better when I've got a little bit of difficulty in my life Mm -hmm. now I am not looking for hardship I'm not asking for God to send me to some remote corner of the world where Christianity is banned and I am forced to you know keep my faith to myself or anything like that. I'm not looking for that. But I do find my faith strongest when I'm weak. And uh, I consequently, subsequently, uh, quintly, I pray for my own weakness. And I don't pray for strength in others. 
it's a knee-jerk reaction to want people to have strength and for God to give them strength. But I, when I catch myself going in that direction, I say, no, be their strength. Don't give them strength. Be their strength. Because I want people to be so weak that they have to lean on God and they can't hold themselves up by themselves. Because then when I can't hold myself up by myself, I cease to do it. God is doing it. And I can see that. And I need to be reminded of that quite frequently. Yeah, well, I guess what I was trying to, um, and, and I I apologize for not doing it better. Sometimes I don't think it through all the way. You but did a great job. Yeah, I'm thinking of, let's take a country that doesn't, the people don't have very many freedoms. And uh, they're really restricted and, and held bondage by whatever. All right, so they know that when they're on their, you know, living their life, if they seek out God, it's gonna, it's probably gonna be worse for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, in in saying I am a Christian believer, I believe in Jesus Christ. Now they're gonna have to be really careful and look out, and there be consequences maybe for that choice. And yet, I know that the. Christian faith is growing leaps and bounds in those countries. It just astounds me that under that persecution, the the church really thrives. And then I look at the United States of America, and and I'm not I'm not putting us down. Believe me, we have the greatest country in the world, and I love and feel blessed by the fact that I live here. But I wonder sometimes if it almost isn't a deterrent to God's way for us to be so spoiled and have the freedoms that we have. Um, I don't know if it's a deterrent, but I would say it's definitely a distraction. Distraction. I get that's word because I feel like the enemy uses um, uh, distractions to be like, all right, if you choose this, your life is going to be great. Mm-hmm. But we don't take into account that there is a trap there, that there is a you know, there's going to be, there's going to be less restriction. I mean, more restriction on our life right. and our joy and our freedoms instead of more freedom mm-hmm. because of the way Satan works and because his idea is to choke us out. Mm-hmm. Where God's freedom is true freedom. Um, anyway, I, I guess it isn't. It's a discussion point. Well, it is, and I like, think you know it. It uh, says in the Bible, you know, you can't serve two masters. Mm-hmm. You're going to serve God or money. You're going to serve whatever that you've placed with, you know, for God. You'll be serving that instead of God. And if you're chasing after God, you won't be chasing after these other things. But if we have the freedom where I don't have to fight for my ability to worship God, then I've got that freedom to go and chase other things. Yes, yes, right. And, you know, my friend Mark always used to say, you know, freedom is not necessarily just the freedom of what to do. It's my freedom to not do things. Yes, and we are free to say no to whatever it is that might be holding us in bondage through addiction or addictive behavior or yes. those uncontrolled compulsions that we have that just run free. And so freedom is a wonderful thing, but it's also a very, it's a powerful thing. It can, it can create havoc to just have complete and utter freedom we wind up with chaos yes with anarchy and uh, that's not something that i want (laughs) i like Mm -hmm. i like things to be orderly and smooth and calm so uh, you know i 
as with so many things, a little bit of temperance and um, control goes a long way. Uh, do you think that we do turn that way when, um, when we have different opinions of what freedom means? You know, like um, I, there may be a riot breakout on the street somewhere and someone says, I'm free to express my feelings about this or that. I'm going to burn the place down. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking, okay, my freedom tells me that we should be able to live in harmony. Mm -hmm. we, we don't need to fight this out. Right. So depending on your definition of what freedom means and how you interpret that in your life, Yes, things will look very different. I mm -hmm. was talking one time in prison to one of my students, Mike, and he was living in South Central LA during the Rodney King riots. And he said, yeah, they were there and they saw people going. He's like, hey, this is my opportunity. I'm going, I'm getting a TV. Oh, wow. I'm going into these stores. I'm taking stuff because I'm gonna. And in our our right mind and our calmness and whatnot, would you say, is it right to go and take a television set that doesn't belong to you out of a store and leave with it? No. Uh, but when you get in that mob mentality, it's like, well, everybody else is, I'm doing it. Right, I'm, I'm right. getting mine. I'm free to do this. I can take this because you can't stop me. Mm -hmm. And that's that free to do what I want, not free to do what's right. Yes. Because I can do it because you can't or won't stop me from doing this mm -hmm. um I, we were watching our grandson the other day walk and and uh, our daughter was facetiming with us and showing and he's not allowed to go in the street <laughs> and when they walk he wants to walk he wants to be outside but he wants to get to the pr p-a-r-k <laughs> and uh so he i saw his little feet go close to the edge of the curb and then he took a little baby steps real quickly and then kind of scooted down like, you don't yeah, see me uh, going into the uh -huh. thing. I'm free to go out here because you can't stop me. And then eventually he did stop because they stopped him. And it was just, it was that whole thing that you say, you know, it's like, where's the freedom? What, what does freedom look like? Yes. So uh, it's, it's an interesting thing. Uh, I also think that obedience uh, to God, talking about freedom in Christ, I think obedience to God is what keeps us in that place of freedom. It, uh, I was listening to a devotional today and it was talking about how do you walk in uh, peace and serenity? You do it by walking in the light that you have at this second of your life. So, uh, you know, if, if we if we really want to seek peace we and freedom, we want to have that place in our life where we can lay our head down at night and sleep mm. and that our conscience is not you know, the holy spirit is not coming and nagging us and saying oh remember this mm -hmm. so that's the kind of freedom that i want i want yes. that freedom peace of mind peace yes yeah. the freedom that says my brain and heart and spirit are empty of any evil thoughts yeah. any harm to others or to myself yeah and then i can enjoy yeah freedom not freedom there you go yeah i like that yeah, yeah. so excellent cool. well uh thanks for spending a little bit of your holiday with us uh please share this with people just send it to them say hey here's a link check out this podcast i really liked it uh if you want to get a hold of me you can send me an email at bowtie guy at mess it up or 
You can also call me or text me on my phone at 760-608-1942. It's been our pleasure to do this show with you. And um, we're just so happy that you've been with us for 275 shows. We are, you know, you're free to listen to whatever you want to. (laughs) And we are glad that you've chosen to spend time with us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a great Independence Day if you're here in America, if you're not here in America. Um, Have a great day regardless. And we will see you next time we mess it up. Bye-bye. Happy 4th. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up Podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.